came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. We love you, know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. The sports show. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Your Sports Show, episode 65. I am your host, Big Baby, aka the soul of RB. Before I introduce you, uh, okay, never mind. He'll be back in a second. And then I'll make I'll make fun, I'll make fun of him when he gets back in here. Um to my, um, he'll be on the bottom left or the bottom right when Matt comes back in. The voice of Generation <laughs> Pete Rosado. What's up, everybody? Happy Memorial Day! Uh, and yes. my, and my, my thoughts and my thoughts and wishes go out to everybody who has family or friends or, and know anyone who served this country and paid the ultimate sacrifice on Memorial Day. This Memorial Day. Most definitely. And uh, when BK Matt comes back, it'll be BK Matt. Uh, somebody's phone ringing in the background. I wish they would get it. <laughs> and to the top right, the head of the Euro Sports Show table, the Queen, 7K. Hey, what's going on? What's hey, up, my- everybody? Happy what's- Memorial Day. Some gave all and all gave some. Most definitely. Most definitely. Great. We got Maxine Shaw at the bottom right. Shout, <laughs> out, to- shout out to my man. With them. <laughs> I'm let it slide. It's been a rough day. I'm gonna let that slide. Dang, you always have a rough day. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm married. That's what it is. That's, that's why it is. Because I'm married. That's all it is. What's going on, y'all? Y'all just need five minutes with each other, bro. <laughs> y'all just need five minutes with each other. But how's everybody's weekend? We've had a, a, a three day weekend. This is this is it. I had my birthday this past weekend, so that was cool. Yep. My daughter's uh, birthday was also this weekend. It was yesterday. Yep. I officially have uh, a teenager. Ooh, so, have fun. We, we no, this- you better have fun because I'm not it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh- it was off and on for me. I mean, it was, you know, the highlight was, you know, I got to spend time with my brothers and my um, and my sister. You know, a couple of my in-laws came out. You know, we celebrated my mom. And then the Knicks lost, you know. So that was a good thing? That was right. a bad thing. That was, one of, oh. that was the bad thing. That was a bad thing, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Pete, you were celebrating a birthday, too, this weekend. Mama, Mama, Mama Rosado's birthday was this weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah, my mom's birthday was this past Saturday, along with yours, Dre, which is what kept me, unfortunately, from attending the incredible Battle Club Pro Show this past weekend. Uh, Literally, uh, I I was celebrating with mom, and I'm literally giving her a look at the same time, like, I could be at this show right now. (laughs) Um, But no, we had had a great time. And then um, Sunday, celebrated with her as well on Sunday. Uh, took her out on Saturday and then celebrated at the house on Sunday uh, with her and my grandmother, uh, who's in New York at the current moment. Um, so really having a good time, a good time there. Most definitely, most definitely. I and I got to sleep in today. Lucky, I did. I did as well. 
I think we, yeah. we all did except Matt because Matt is, is got kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt. Well, no, take out take out a child and no, she has a she has a teenager. That's a young adult. I went teenager. through it. I, well, I, I have. You were. I have demons. I <laughs> That's what I have. These little demons won't let me sleep. It's every every morning they'll go to sleep late, wake up early in the morning. Daddy, I want soup. <laughs> I need something to drink. I want something to drink. No, daddy, what you doing? That's funny. That's they looking right at me doing something like I'm cooking oxtails. Daddy, what you doing? I'm cooking. What you cooking? Oxtails. Oxtails? What's oxtails? How do you explain that? <laughs> like, like how do you really ex- I don't, I'm like. You tell them a, what it is. It's a tail of an ox. What's as, my mama, ox? You, as, as my mama and my grandmother used to say, I'm cooking food. Yes, that yeah. don't really work for three or four year olds. No, not really. I don't think it, I don't think it would. Because then it turns into, why are you mad? <laughs> Mad questions. I, I'm not prepared for these answers. I'm not, they're not prepared for the answers. But yeah. Crazy. No. Man. Uh, yeah. No. I know it is. Man, but, you shouldn't sound like the day when we was on Skype. Am I? That's a new mic. I'm using a new mic. No, your, your camera looked like we still on Skype. That's a, uh, <laughs> no, that's the lighting. It's the, it's the lighting. I'm not going to just the lighting. I gotta get that hundred watt. You know, we can't all afford great lighting and you know a whole team like seven K Tay over there, but you know, I do I do the best that I can. She I got the best produ- that I can. She got a production got a whole team. production she over got there. A production team. <laughs> Makeup crew and everything. Like, jeez. I'm gonna you let know? that slide because I'm happy that you're in the episode. So <laughs> I missed y'all too. Yes, most definitely with the is on here. So let's not waste. Don't pay no attention to this child. She don't no. any other time until it's time for me to record. Until the show is on. Because yeah. she wanted us to tell her happy birthday or happy belated birthday, niece. Yeah. We love you, niece. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pete, you got some quick hits for us? So, a couple things, couple things, yeah, just a couple things. All right, let's rock and roll. And I totally forgot to change the music, so we're definitely gonna get copyrighted. I will do it next week. Terrible. Let's get right into it. <laughs> so definitely rest in peace to Pete's running theme. That's the name of the theme. So you know, this is be the last week you hear it. If you if you hear it again. Curse me out. <laughs> Let's rock and roll. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome again, once again, on this Memorial Day. Uh, quick hits, and we're going to start with something that literally happened one day after we recorded. Uh, Phil Mickelson became the oldest major champion in golf history. That's right, all 161 years of golf history. Phil Mickelson became the oldest major champion when he won the PGA Championship last Sunday at the age of 50 years old. Uh, the previous record was 48 by Julius Boros, sorry, Julius Boros, who won the 1968 PGA Championship at the age of 48. It was Phil Mickelson's sixth major championship overall and his first since 2013. And what made it very surprising was he had not registered a top 20 finish in nine months 
and had ranked only the 115th in the world. He finished two shots above Brooke Kepka uh, to win the the PGA Championship last week. 50 years old. You know what? I think golf is the one sport where legitimately you get this idea of anybody can win any championship on any given weekend. It didn't used to be like that. It used to just hear like two or three names, but now every you know, now it's everybody. Yeah, I remember when it was it was Ernie Els, it was VJ Singh, it was Tiger Woods, it was Phil Mickelson. That was it. And then it be, and then we started getting the other names, and those young names have kind of fallen off, but you know, we always kind of hear some new names in golf. Uh, let's move to the NFL, where the Eagles have promoted Catherine Raichi to the vice president of football operations position. She is now believed to be the highest ranking female executive in female in NFL history. Philadelphia Eagles making a little NFL history this past week. That title was previously held by Kelly Klein, who was named the executive director of football operations and special advisor to the general manager for the Broncos. So Catherine Rach, the vice president of football operations for the entire Philadelphia Eagles organization, Congratulations to Catherine Raichi. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, ladies and gentlemen, and the Atlanta Falcons have been discussing a possible trade for wide receiver Julio Jones. It has been reported that quarterback Russell Wilson and wide receiver Julio Jones have been in touch and have had multiple phone conversations about the possibility of playing with each other. Everyone knows they already have DJ Lockett and, and, and Lockett. Um, Lock in. I'm forgetting the other kid's name in Seattle. Uh, earlier this week, it was reported that Atlanta does have an offer. I'm sorry, future. you mean DK Metcalf, right? Metcalf and Lock, Tyler Tyler Lockett. Thank you yeah. very much, big baby. Uh, earlier this week, Atlanta reported they did have an offer of a future first-round pick on the table for Julio Jones, and they have been telling all teams that they are not listening to anything that does not have a first-round pick attached to it. It's it's interesting to note that Seahawks do not have a first rounder this upcoming year as they use that one to trade for Jamal Adams uh, safety for the Jets. Still in the NFL, big retirement happened earlier this week. NFL all-time leading scorer, kicker Adam Venateri, has decided to retire from the NFL after 24 seasons. That's right. He is the he's NFL. like 100 years old. He is the, the hell with that, man? Funny thing is he's only 48 years old. You said 88? He's yeah. 48? Yeah, 88. That's, yeah, it, that's old. He is a three-time. In any sport. Three-time Pro Bowl selection. First team All-Pro three times. Scored 2,000. 673 points in his career and made a record 599 field goals in his 24-year career where he spent 10 years with the New England Patriots and the last 14 years of his career, and I thought it was shorter, with the Indianapolis Colts. He has 29 game-winning kicks in his career and no kicker. No kicker has more Super Bowl rings than Adam Vinatieri. He has four, three that he won with the Patriots and one that he won with the Colts. And he's also the only player in league history to top 1,000 points with two different franchises. Adam Vinatieri going off into retirement. The hell with him. It's time for him to go. 
Stop. Here's my question though. I gotta I gotta wonder if you had a game winning kick to have to to have to kick and you only had one choice, Adam Vinatieri or Sebastian Janikowski. I don't trust nobody else from the Patriots. I'll be aggressive. I don't like Adam Vinatieri. I don't want I don't want to leave my game in, in, in the hands of a kicker. Because <laughs> I like the Rams. I love the Rams at one point in time. You know, I was a really big Marshall Falk fan, right? And Isaac Bruce fan. I hate Adam Vinatieri. Vinatieri broke you, those hearts. You remember, like, when football used to be, like, you'll have your favorite team, but the, it was a whole bunch of stars everywhere. Yeah. Where the certain games, you'd be like, okay, okay, I want such and such to win. And, and you know, it's kind of not like – it's kind of like that, but not – to the same extent it was anyway. Like, I ain't going to hold you. I, boy, I was a Marshall Falk fan. Kurt Warner, I used to, I, you know, I, I could vibe with Kurt Warner for a little bit. I like Kurt was Warner like, a little bit. Kurt yeah. Warner was all right, you know. He was all right. But we can't, we, we ain't going to deny, like, you know, Michael Vick wasn't our favorite quarterback around that time. In that I was so a we, huge. We're not going to make that that does something. Yeah. I mean, I was I was a huge Brett Farr fan. Don't get me wrong, but I was a low key. Same. I was a low key Steve McNair, Eddie George fan. Like whenever the Titans were on television and McNair and Eddie George were playing, I was watching those games. Like I didn't like Donovan McNabb until Terrell Owens and Brian Westbrook. Let me tell you something. I was not. I would say my favorite quarterback, like Pete said, was during that time was like the Brett Favre, and it went right into Peyton Manning for me. Oh, I love Peyton Manning. There was nothing nobody could tell me yeah. about Peyton Manning. And then, of course, Peyton Manning was – Peyton Manning is the equivalent to Tim Tebow to a lot of these fans, which I don't understand. I think he's a bigger deal. Peyton? No, I'm not saying that he's not a bigger deal. I'm just saying I was – I'm how I view Peyton Manning is how I feel like the football community – should view him, but they view Tim Tebow in that light. I think they should view Peyton Manning in that light. Because Tim Tebow is like Jesus to them. I don't understand it. I don't get that either, because what has he done? I mean, during his career, I didn't see anything that was really like, you know, oh my goodness, besides the, the first dance, which was like the thing that he was best known for. I, I, think, that's, that, I think that's just what it was. It was just a I don't know. Like, it's hard to say it without sounding very ignorant. <laughs> like, you know how like everybody viewed. You know how everybody viewed. Um, everybody viewed Larry Bird like the Great White Hope. I feel like that's how everybody viewed Tim Tebow in the football world. It's like the Great White Hope, and I don't understand it. So I don't know. Um, unfortunately, some, you know, talk about, talk about some dumbness in the world of Major League Baseball. Braves outfielder Marcel Osuna is out on $20,000 bail after being arrested for felony assault of his wife this past weekend. Um, Sandy Springs police said they entered the home and saw Osuna grab his wife by the neck, throw her against the wall and strike her with his cat. As they were having a disagreement, apparently both parties have been uh, going through divorce proceedings. Um, Ozuna is already out in—he's already out in Major League Baseball with an injury, an arm injury that's going to cost him upwards of a month. So he is on the injured list in Major League Baseball. But Major League Baseball did come out with a statement saying that he does face a suspension 
from Major League Baseball as they are investigating uh, what happened this past weekend. This happened this past weekend. Um, and, you know, this is his second year with the Braves uh, after signing a four-year contract last year. We say the same thing every time we, we hear one of these cases. Just because you're an athlete or anybody with status does not mean you have more rights than the next person. Don't put your hands on – don't put your hands on anybody. But why is this not getting a lot of media attention is what I'm trying to understand. Right. I didn't hear about it until you just told me. Me either. I heard about it on Saturday. Uh, I heard about it on Saturday when it occurred. uh, Sorry, Sunday when it occurred. And then I heard – I read an update on the story today uh, just to make sure that nothing new had happened uh, to prepare for Quake. Even even, um, the situation with – uh, what is that guy? The guy from the Seahawks who, who who was abusing his girlfriend. I haven't heard anything since. Yep. Yeah. I right. mean, were you expecting anything different? We should. I should. We should. And still keep the pressure on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And um, some sad news. While, while uh, Matt was talking about some sad news watching the Nick game, some real sad news out of the NBA this past weekend. As seven foot four jazz center, and I call him a legendary center uh, for the jazz at least, Mark Eaton passed away this past Saturday at the age of 64 due to an unfortunate bicycle crash in Utah. Uh, police found him on the side of the road, was able to take him to a local hospital where he passed away this past weekend, I mean, this past Sunday, Saturday actually. He was a two time defensive player of the year, spent his entire career with the jazz. He led the league in blocks per game four times, and his single season average of five per six, five point six blocks per game in 1984-1985 still remains the highest single season uh, record. And his career record of three point five one blocks per game also stands as the NBA record for blocks in a single see uh, blocks in a career. He was a five time. All defensive team selection, three times NBA first team, and he was one of the first jerseys retired by the Jazz. He had been uh, previously mentoring the only other Jazz center to win Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert, and is one of the only three players who has spent the most time with the Jazz in their career alongside Carmelone and John Stockton. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Mark Eaton and the entire Jazz organization at this untimely passing. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Quick Hits for the week of month of March, May. We're in May, 31st. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going up. Monday, March, blah, 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 blah. Monday, March, every, everything. All right. Let's get into today's main topics because this first one is going to be a bit of a doozy. Most definitely. <laughs> It is crazy. I would think this would be this one to be copyrighted because it's a sample or something, and it's not. But I'd be cool with it. What is that? It's only if you're really making money off of it. We're not getting paid on YouTube. I'm, I'm not getting paid. Well, yeah, we're not getting paid off YouTube, and they, they, they strike the other song, too. Yeah, I don't get that either. But yeah. <laughs> right. But you sent me the email, right? I'm sure you did. Okay. No, I no, you I did. Got you. I got you. <laughs> no. I'm to do it right now. Thank. I'm by my computer now, so I can do good, it. Good, 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 good. Okay, Miss Naomi Osaka. Um, before we 
get exactly into it. I'm just going to paint the picture out. Athletes and the media have had the most toxic relationship with each other. We go from Charles Barkley telling everybody I'm not a role model and, and speaking his mind in, in the media um, to quite re- just recently um, Kyrie Irving at the beginning of the season and now Naomi Osaka um, just recently and Marshawn Lynch in the past during his Super Bowl, the Super Bowl championship year. Now, Naomi Osaka was fined $15,000 by the uh, – um, and was threatened to not be able to participate in the French Open for not participating in media right after her first round match. And she ended up walking out of the tournament, which we just found out as we were recording. Skated. She She definitely did. <laughs> so she, she got to do some she's been, she's been talking about she's um, been going through a lot of um, – what is it, guys? <laughs> it's just slipping from me. Mental um, depression. She's yes, depressed. A she's a lot. She's going through a lot of mental depression and anguish, and she's been going through this for the past two years. Yeah. My question to you guys, and I'm going to start with Tay with this: Does the media and athletes have to come to some type of solution, or does this fall on only the athletes? Because most athletes are required to speak to the media. I think that um, I'm going to keep the same energy because when Kyrie did it earlier in the season, I was like, look, you know, you have to, this is a part of your job. You get what I'm saying? And right now, although I sympathize with Naomi's, you know, mental issues and everything like that, you know, I feel as if this is something that comes with the job. Like, if you're somebody who's a bus driver, right, and you're like, look, I want to – this is my my job, this is my career, you know, but I don't want to work on this particular route. It's either you want to do it or you don't. You get what I'm saying? And I feel as if you want to get the, the notoriety and the fame, this comes with it. Pete, your thoughts? Here's the thing, you know – Naomi Osaka spoke to the media directly after her first round win. She said she didn't want to do the press conference. She had no problem answering questions as they do on the court, you know, after a win or after a loss. She had no issues doing that. She said she had no issues doing that. She said she did not want to have to engage in the pool press conferences after matches. So she was still willing to meet with the media. She just didn't want to go and do the whole press That's conference. That's the easier thing. So I don't I don't understand that. Because do your little 15 minutes and go on about your business. You know, and, and, and you know, un- unfortunately, unlike Kyrie, you know, the WTA does not have a collective bargaining agreement. Like, they, they don't have the – there is no selected rule in the – in anything that states she has to do this in a certain specific way, right? It is in the NBA collective bargaining agreement that players have to make themselves available to the media and do these interviews and engage in these press conferences. In the WTA code of conduct, all it says is that she has an obligation to meet with the media. It doesn't say how, 
It doesn't say how much. It doesn't say when. It doesn't say anything like that. It just says she has an obligation to meet with the media. And I read through that code of conduct earlier today, you know, knowing that we were going to talk about this. It does not define those things like an NBA's collective bargaining agreement does. So well, we know, know what it means. I mean, it's like we get caught up on semantics and technicalities. And at the end of the day, this it is what it is. You think Serena wanted to go through these media interviews when the media was calling her all kinds of names and monsters and this, that, and the third, but you know what she did? She, she did it. And, you know, there were times that Serena, there were times, there were times during that time period, Tay, if you remember, where Serena re refused interviews. Serena refused to do interviews with certain people. So Serena refused to do interviews with certain outlets. Here's the difference. Okay, the WTA thought it could throw its weight around with Naomi Osaka. It thought, oh, she's young, she's 23, she, she, you know, we could throw our weight around with her. They couldn't do that with Serena because never once did they go at Serena and try to attack Serena for not wanting to do certain interviews. They went to her quietly. No, the WTA would do her quietly. The WTA wouldn't do it. The, the media would do it, but the WTA would go to her quietly. Serena, how can we help? How can we do this? What can we do to make you happy? But they tried to throw their weight around with Naomi Osaka. And Naomi Osaka said, you know what? I'm going to go home. But I'm going to go home. I don't think it's throwing their weight around. I think you got to earn your keep in a way too. Serena could not have gotten away with that at this stage in her career. Think about when Serena was 23, 24 years old. I mean, Naomi Osaka has been a thing now for, what, two years, maybe three years? Is that? It's about three or four, right? Yeah, three, three years. To be fair, I'll say three. You get what I'm saying? And as somebody who has a love-hate thing about the media, I do understand where she's coming from. So let me get that straight. But this is a part. This is your world. Period. BK Matt, you, you're foaming at the mouth for this. Look, WTA, GTA, young MA. A job is a job. You got to do what you're supposed to do. I get there's this, this like, like semantics in it that says she doesn't, she's not obligated. But if this is your brand, your name is your brand. What you guys told me, y'all taught me this. Queen taught me this. Your name is your brand, and you represent not only yourself but the leagues that you play in, the sport that you play in. So this is where me and Pete kind of went, like, you know, head to head in it. The energy that was held for Kyrie Irving when he did this, and it was the same reasoning, mental depression. He's going through certain things because of what's going on in the world today, the, the, how the media treats him and how he treats the media. There's a lot of things that played into why he didn't want to do what he wanted to do. Not it's not right. It's not, not right. It's not right. I'm not saying that it's right. Wait. But we all said it was it's his job. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Do you see the sense of the public sentiment towards Naomi has been way more positive than it I was know. towards Kyrie? Well aware of that. But this is what I was trying to explain to Pete. I get like prior to these these situations, the media looks at Kyrie like he's a dick. We got it. We understand that. But in certain aspects of the problem and the topic of that moment, which is he doesn't want to deal with the media. He doesn't want to talk to the media. If y'all can have, if we can have the same mentality, like, well, she's going through something, 
I understand it. I give her the benefit of the doubt. Why couldn't y'all do it with Kyrie? Why? Because he was a dick. Mental depression is real. Wrong or right. No matter how much of a dick somebody is. If they're going through something, they're going through something. So this is my problem. I feel like certain energies need to be kept. Like how we said it's a job. This is your job. This is what these are the responsibilities that come in your career. This is what comes with your career. Not nothing towards her. She's a great athlete. She's a great human being. Mental de mental depression is a real thing. I understand everything that she did. I'm on her side. My point is energies need to be kept the same. If you felt the way about Kyrie Irving missing these media appointments, I don't care about the collective bargaining agreement. Mental depression is real. If that is the same, if it's the same, same exact reasoning. If y'all gave that the benefit of the doubt for her, it needs to be kept the same for Kyrie. Kyrie can't be a dick because he doesn't want to talk to the media because he's in his head dealing with something. That's my only thing. So I just I just want to bring this up. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. They fined Naomi Osaka $15,000, right? Yes. And the reasoning they use, and I'm going to quote the WTA. Quote, Naomi Osaka today chose not to honor her contractual media obligations. The Roland Garros referee has therefore issued her a $15,000 fine in keeping with Article 3H of the Code of Conduct. Okay, let's look at what Article 3H says. Player support or team members shall not conduct themselves in a manner that will reflect unfavorably on the WTA or any WTA tournament, player, official, or the game of tennis. So Naomi Osaka not wanted to talk to the media reflects unfavorably on the WTA? Why? Yes, yes, because she Why? doesn't want to participate in media that helps well, hold on. promote the well, brand. You're finding her because you're saying that she's putting you in an unfavorable light or she's doing something to put the WTA in an unfavorable light. I don't Pete. think anything that she did puts the Pete. WTA in an unfavorable light. Pete, you said it a couple you said it a couple months ago with Kyrie. I'm like back in December. It makes everybody, it, look, it makes the Nets organization look bad because they are allowing Kyrie Irving to do what he's doing. So they need to get fined and make him participate in media, media, media has, right? And that's what happened. As part of the collective bargaining agreement, which the players and the league agreed upon, he had an obligation, a contractual she had a she, she has a contract. She does yes, not. She does. If you look in the code of conduct, there is no contractual obligation for her to do the media appearances of a press conference. So, so basically, to jump in, basically, it's like a job with no union, right? So, because it's a job with no union, you're basically at the mercy of the job. If you do not tie your sneakers the right way, the job can fire you just because. If the, it's raining outside and you're breathing too hard, they can fire you just because. Right. And basically. This is the same situation. But, again, if they don't find the biggest star in tennis right now, it's going to set a precedent to where a precedent where other players would be like, oh, I don't got to do media? All right, cool. So, unfortunately, as great as Naomi Osaka is, and we, we by far are no way in shape saying shut up and swing your racket. We're, we're definitely not saying that. We are saying that 
because of the obligations, even though it's not contractually obligated, but because you play in tournaments and every tournament you have to do media, you have to do your job. It's part of your job. We sympathize with her. We all do. All four of us do. I'm sure everybody does. Fortunately, these are the rules that they made, even if they're coming up off the fly. Unfortunately, these are the things that, you know, she has to do. So, well, from what he's saying and how he read it, it says it sounds like her not participating in media makes them look bad. It kind of does. It does because it makes it seem like, well, I don't want to do media because I am, you know, I'm going through something and doing media is, you know, for the WTA will affect me. So now people can look at the WTA like, oh, why is it affecting her? What are y'all doing to her? Right. What are well, you doing? She to said her? it. She said. That there are questions that are asked because, unfortunately, and I'm gonna be straight up. Mm-hmm. There are too many sports media people who are reporters who think they are psychoanalysts at the same time and want to ask questions and think they they know. There are people who have never played the game at all and who want to ask questions as if they played the damn game. Who want to psychoanalyze players as if they played the game and know what to do, what not to do, what a player thinking. Okay. Right. And Naomi straight up said it. She's like, I don't want to deal with that at this current moment. Again, she did not say she was unwilling to do all media. She was willing to do media. But again, it's like what Dre said, unfortunately. She has to do the media that they want her to do. Right. So, And they didn't have a rule for it. And they clocked her for some unnecessary rule that don't play for it. But mm-hmm. they clocked her for it. And you know what she said? I'm going to take my ball and go home. Go ahead, Matt. So my question is to you, Pete. And I've been asking you this all day. You've been avoiding it, right? <laughs> yeah, you've been avoiding it. I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. So, do you sympathize with with Osaka? You you sympathize with her, right? I empathize with her. Yes, I do. You, you understand how she feels, and you can understand that 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 is that's trying on your on your mental state, right? If she is truly going through what she's going through, I empathize with her. Yes. Did you sympathize with Kyrie? I empathize with Kyrie. I did, but I did not agree with what Kyrie did simply because he has a contractual obligation because his union, which represents the players and the league, agreed that this is what must be done. And if he had had a problem with that as a higher level player in the league, he could have easily gone to the union when they were going over the CBA and said something. He legitimately in his job, in his union contract, it states, this is what you must do. He decided not to. He and this was, but again, he did not come out and say he was having any mental health issues until after the BS happened. No, he's been said it. He said it. He he said it before. He said it before. I thought he said it afterwards because at first it was a different excuse. Right. At first it was like I don't want to do media. Da 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 da. I'm not making myself available. I'm gonna be doing things different this season. I don't want the media this and this and this distorting what I'm saying and whatever, whatever. And then after that he got fined too. twice, after the NBA fined him twice, he came he out and then said, that. "Oh, this is the second time getting fined. This is the second time getting fined. Like a couple weeks ago, that was the second time getting fined. He got fined in December, and he got fined. What was it? May fifth." 10th, I'm not, May 10th, it's something over May 15th, 15th, one of, the, one of the three, but he just got fined recently, <laughs> right? That's the second time getting fined. I'm talking right? about back in the early, back when the, the NBA was still virtual. I'm talking about yeah, back when we're, 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 we
was out there rubbing sage in Boston. So okay. To, to to be transparent, I looked it up. This was sometime in January after he when when he said it. Right. After this well, is we after. Talked about it before, well, we talked about it way before that. Right, but in December, the find that Ma, uh, that Matt is talking about. Yes, he's right. Um, he got fined in December, but then in January it came up about the mental health days where he actually went into details about what was going on. So yes, I agree. But I think Matt's question is again, if you take the semantics out of it, like Matt has been saying most of the day, do you like I said, you empathize with Naomi, but do you have that same empathy for Kyrie Irving? That's what and that's what he's saying. I have empathy for whatever mental health issues that Kyrie is going through. Yes, I do. The same way I empathize with whatever Naomi Osaka is going through. The only difference that I have is that Kyrie Irving was under a contractual obligation to do something, and he chose not to do it. Naomi Osaka was not. She said, I didn't want to do it. They got upset with her, and she said, I'm going to go home. That's it. But my thing is, if she's getting, she couldn't get fined if she wasn't contracted. She wasn't contracted to do that. But look at how they worded the fine. Well, they, don't they? Don't she? Ha, don't you have to sign contracts to play in these tournaments? Because they have no, to pay you. Once she's a part of the WTA, usually they select the draw. So the WTA tournaments, if you qualify for the tournament, they put you into the tournament. Now most of the top players are going to be in outside of injury and things like that. Some of the amateur players, the lower seeded players, they have to earn their way into the tournaments. But most of the top players are in the tournaments regardless, because those are the players that bring the ratings. Serena Williams, Venus, when she was still playing at, at, at a high level, Naomi Osaka, these are the people that bring the ratings for women's tennis. And at the end of the day, if Naomi Osaka was not injured in any way unavailable to play, there was no way any major would not put her in the draw. Absolutely. Agreed, agreed. To some exciting stuff. Woo! These NBA playoffs. No, I ain't excited. Don't do that. No, no, no. These NBA playoffs have been quite exciting. Been excited for Miami. I don't know how Listen. you excited. Miami got swept. I don't know how you excited at all. Listen. Mr. Oh, Miami's going. They're going Jimmy to Butler. Jimmy Butler was playing with people's kids. And, and, and nah, yeah, somebody was playing with his kids. That's, he was in his head. Something was wrong with him. No. I don't know what was going on. No. So you, you know what? We get, we get, I'm mad you know to say it. I'm mad to say it. Giannis locked Jimmy Butler up. He did. But he that's what he him was up. supposed to be doing. I'm not impressed. Yo, like, I'm more mad at Miami than I'm impressed with, with the Bucks. Because- I'm not impressed. I'm just saying what happened. Look, yes. regardless of what y'all thinking, Milwaukee ain't going to the finals. I don't care nobody. Who's y'all? We don't. We don't, don't I'm just that. saying. I'm saying people in general. No. Milwaukee looked nice. Chris Milton got a little jump shot. He doing his little thing. Let's see if that lasts. Drew Holiday is the real deal. I've been saying Drew Holiday is the real deal. P.J. Tucker is the real deal. Giannis, well, he knows it's cute. It's cool, but I want to see it on the bigger stage. And that's just what it is. If you can't get past Brooklyn or Philadelphia, all that for nothing, Kevin Durant is back. Let's get that straight. He's back. So all this Giannis is the second coming of LeBron. He's top two, top three. Out the window. No, KD but I think, is back. At the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this was a big series for Milwaukee because they exercised a major demon from last year. They did exercise a major demon from last year. 
and let's you know that was a big a big win. It was and it was it was definitive. It was four zip definitively that they put away Miami. And again, Miami, we talked about it all year. Miami's returning the same team from last year. Hardly, because I haven't seen Tyler Hero playing, and they damn sure didn't start Draghi. And I ain't understand that at all. Dre, you on mute, so you can't be heard right now. Miami's been beat up and, and COVID restrictions and all this stuff all year. So, you know, and a lot of teams have. So I'm not going to give the excuse to Miami. Milwaukee was the better team. Let's see what Milwaukee can do against Brooklyn because that's who they got up next, if I'm not mistaken. Because No, I think they would play the lower seed remaining, correct? Because they're the higher no. seed. Who? Milwaukee? Milwaukee no, they're four? They're f- on Milwaukee four, right? Yeah. Third. No, no, no. no. It, Milwaukee they're third. They're going to play. Yeah, so they, okay, yeah, they'll play. They're going to play, 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 play Atlanta? No, they'll play the Brooklyn Nets. Oh. <laughs> Philly got the number one seed, right? Yes. All right, so Philly will play Atlanta unless the Knicks come back. Mm-hmm. Unless the Knicks find a way to come Let back. Let me tell you something. And we're going to go we're speak about Knicks. them right now. Let me tell you something about this, right? First of all, Trey Young. All right, let me let me rephrase this before I start cursing. <laughs> No, ah. it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay now. We we it's okay. <laughs> we on the YouTube's and the Twitch. <laughs> Trey Young is a whole bitch. <laughs> Preach. He looks like he looks like he, he looks like he still sucks his thumb. Oh my he god! He looks like the, the, the Barge family. That's who he looks like. Right, what he's doing to be as impressive as how the Knicks are failing. You get what I'm saying? I feel like what he's doing is corny. It's the Knicks that are, are breaking down right before our eyes. You know how terrible it is that it's where is Julius Randle? It's as if the clock struck 12 and he turned back into a pumpkin. Like, what happened? Where are you? The Knicks oh, was, was making this series competitive because of their second unit led oh, by Derrick Rose, who had to change up his whole entire game to still be an active player in the NBA. If mm. it wasn't for Derrick Rose and Todd and Gibson, the older role players, you know what I'm saying? The Knicks would not have even made this series even a little competitive. Now, I do see them winning the next game. I do. I do see the series going to six. You get what I'm saying? But this series has been abysmal for the Knicks' first unit. They all disappeared. Now, do you say that Atlanta is beating their ass? Or they beating their own ass at this point? That's what I really want to know. And all I've always said was that the Knicks were one or two key pieces away from being one of the best teams in the league, not only the the Eastern Conference. Look at what they were able to do this season, which was a lot more than what people gave them credit for. You get what I'm saying? Now, on another thing, somebody somebody spit on Trey Young, which is one of the most disrespectful things you could do to someone. And last night, somebody threw a bottle at Kyrie. You get what I'm saying? Like, we're not here. These athletes are not here to be disrespected. You paid your money to see them play. Let them play and stop being disgusting. 
And kind of don't want the fans. I, it, it's been these things that have happened this past week that I'm like, yo, why the fans? Why are fans being let in? Right? Like, yo, I'm glad that all three of the fans, the fan that threw the popcorn, the fan that spit on on uh, Trey Young, and the fan that threw the bottle on Kyrie, I believe all three of them got lifetime bans from their arena. And what? Oh. And the, got, the one who threw the bottle at Kyrie got uh, uh, he got a right, felony. Said, and, and he, he, yeah, he has a felony charge. Yeah. So, so you know, it's and yo. Crazy. Tay said it right. Yo, Julius Randle, we was out here talking about hey, Amanda. I, I take I take full responsibility. I said out here that Julius Randle deserved to be in the MVP conversation for what he did in the regular season. But boy, oh boy, is that man, he is he's a witness protection in the playoff. He don't know what's going on, what's happening. You know, and you yeah. know, unfortunately, this this is something that I've spoken about with other people about the Knicks this season. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't, I didn't know how the Knicks would do in a series because when you have to see the same team day after day after day, you know they gonna figure out your deficiencies. And again, I'm gonna agree with Tay, Trey Young a whole bitch. I ain't seen, I ain't seen players. I ain't seen a player get so many phantom calls against the Knicks since Reggie Miller was shooting threes. Okay. I ain't seen nobody get that many phantom calls since Reggie. Trade the barge. We want to talk about Trade the barge. LeBron James has got competition. LeBron LeBron James got competition for the flop master. Okay. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Trade the barge. Trade the barge. Flop just as bad as LeBron. Yep. I don't know. LeBron I, getting the Oscar it was a game for, for his play game on him. He getting the Oscar yeah. for his play, not yeah. for Space Jam. I'll tell you that. For fact. Le- LeBron getting the Oscar for sure crazy. after after the, the eye poke of doom and, and getting, on the ran, floor, like, getting ran over by damn Chris Paul. Who gets I don't know anybody that can get, get blinded and hit a game when it, a game cut shot. I just hit the shot. Uh, I saw <laughs> four different rims. I just hit the one in the middle. <laughs> Yo, really? that foul. Really? That foul that got oh my God. He, he looked like Paul Pierce <laughs> getting wheeled out to go take a shit. Come on now. Yo. Let's be realistic. <laughs> Come on. Stop. Don't you got to relax. Bad. That was bad. No, that, but that foul that got called on Trey Young in game, that got called against the Knicks in the fourth quarter of game one that gave Atlanta that game, that I was like, yo, there was no way that was a foul. No if we talking about if we talking about that game one, I think the real issue is Frank Nitzikina getting put in to guard Trey Young for that. No, that's game two. That, no, nah, that was game one. That was oh, game yeah. one. Oh yeah, he was that on was the wall. Game, two, game, game one, one. Game one. Yes. Let me tell you something. I, I, threw, I threw shit at the damn TV. I was so upset. I'm like, why is he in the game? I got but two again, questions. This, this Hold up, I got two questions. Nick, two questions. Nick's death. One, why did they put? Frank Nitikino on Trey Young in game one in the fourth quarter. This man ain't been playing since Jesus was on Section 8. That's one. Two, why the hell is Eldred Payton starting? Why? Why is he starting? Why? Derrick Rose is averaging over 26 points per game, but you got Eldred Payton starting. Why? Because, because if Derrick Rose, no. Rose no. starts, no. listen, no, listen. No. Maybe mute you, listen. 
said, <laughs> because Derrick Rose is their spark off the bench. If you put those people on the bench, your bench is dead in the water, bro. You know, right. bench is dead in the no, water. No, Alfred Payton was Alfred Payton. No, Elgin Payton started for I, most of the rest. I'd rather Elgin Payton start than Derrick Rose. Then Rose, not because not because no. he's better than Derrick Rose, which he's definitely not, but. Mm-mm. Elgin Payton not gonna give you the same thing Derrick Rose give you off the bench. Right, what is absolutely Payton not, giving? bro. What's he giving me? What's he giving us? What's he giving us? Please tell me what he giving us, because Trey Young has been going off every time Elgin Payton is, is holding him. Who I want to know who's going to Trey Young anyway. So much Trey Young going. On. I don't understand how they have not figured out his his skill set is very limited. So I don't understand how they have not figured out. Uh, a defense for that. What's been oh beating God. the Knicks? Gallinari has been spotty as usual. Bogdanovich has been killing. I call him. I call him. Um, what I call him in the chat? Austin Orton. Wow. Gallinari. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? They have the Knicks are beating themselves. I ain't gonna hold you. Bogdanovich has been killing that defense, but a lot of it is the Knicks. What's been killing the Knicks is the depth. Of the Hawks, the depth they have multiple. They got as spotty as Gallinari has been. You've got Gallinari, you've got got John Collins, you've got Trey Young. It's not the depth. The Knicks' first unit have not shown up yet. Right, you have majority besides. Okay, but tell me, besides the besides the incredible game that Alec Burks had in Game One. He's the only game. one that start, he's been showing up all all, all three games. Right. And Rose. But outside of, and let's not take about what they're doing right now, but outside of Julius Randle and Derrick Rose, there is nobody else on the Knicks. Oh, sorry, and RJ Barrett, who you can legitimately off and on. say off and on, RJ there Barrett. is nobody else on that team that you can legitimately say, I'm gonna give the ball to to go and score. And as Matt just said, RJ Barrett is off and on, as 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 Dre said. You know, Derrick Rose is not a guy that's going to give you 40 minutes. He's supposed to be a guy to give you 25 to 30 a game coming off the bench and playing high energy. So, really, a lot of this falls on the shoulders of Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett has been spotty, and Julius Randle's been in witness protection. So, now, when you take that out, you're he been locked up. He has not been locked up. No, he, he just been he, he just been doing he just he been, been doing too much. He's been doing too much. He's been doing. And if you can't like, score, and if you if your shooting percentage is going down and you're not scoring, my man, get active doing other stuff. Get other people involved. I don't understand what you're doing. So, so here's my thing. Right? Ball. Here's my take, and and people have been asking me even even at work and and even at Legends last night. Shout out to the job shares. So, what are is the Knicks one of the major problems with the Knicks, and why can't they, you know, why can't they overcome the Hawks? It's what I've been saying from the beginning. Tay was right that Thibodeau will keep them in line defensively, 110%. Their problem is that they are too defensive for their own good and do not have enough offense. You can stop the Hawks every time the down paint. the line. You can stop them in the paint. They're I'm hitting t- shots. Right, but I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about in general. You can stop the Hawks in the paint outside. You can – Take Trey Young out the air if you want to, but if you can't score on the other end, you're not going to beat the Hawks. You're not going to beat the Hawks. Like, you're not. You're absolutely not. 
Yeah, you can't. You have I to put them. That what I sound like right now because I kind of been throwing this this theory that you just you just explained with the Nets, but then y'all said it was blasphemy. I'm just what? throwing that out there. You can you, you if you can if you can't score in the opposition if they're scoring mm-hmm. and you're not stopping them, how are you beating them if you're not stopping them? The difference, well, the difference, with, the difference is that guys. they got Kyrie, Katie, and James Harden. The Nets have three guys who can top Don't do that. Don't do that. What happened? If you can't stop them They have three scoring. stars on their team. They have three the Hall of Famers on their team, bro. Like, the come Knicks on. Have, besides so you say Kyrie Randall, is a Hall of Fame? I'm, not, I'm never going to forget that, by the way. Kyrie Irving will go to the Hall of Fame for sure. The biggest star the Knicks has on their roster is their Rose. Thank that's what I'm talking about, Tay. Yes. I don't know where y'all been going with this. I'm, I, I said from the beginning of the season, I but, understand why they gave him that much money. But and, and don't get me wrong, he earned his money. But damn, you've been what? If Casper, if Casper grew up in the hood, well, I swear to God, he looked like Julius Randle. <laughs> so, so going from the East Coast, let's go to the West Coast because. Oh, man. <laughs> because I don't know which team to start with, but I'm gonna start with the team that that's all of them have been good series in the West. No, I'm nah. talking. You know what teams I'm talking about? I'm you not better talk, be talking I'm about Luca not playing with nobody's kids. That's what you need to be yeah. talking about. They are this year's Heat. <laughs> yeah, the the, so, the Mavs. Yes, the Mavericks are this year's Miami Heat for sure. Because they can be you. You saw last year when it was only Luca, and then they had to injure Luca for them to beat them. They just <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Clippers, like we said at the beginning of the season, they were my pick for the team that had the most to prove besides Brooklyn. I'm sorry, they ain't proved so far. <laughs> so proved far, yet. the Clippers are exactly who I said they were. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, my question. But the Mavs can't. The Mavs cannot afford. The Mavs cannot afford to have too many games in the playoffs. Where they going out and only scoring eighty one points? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Right. But my question is: so, 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 is it still Doc Rivers' fault? No. Okay. Just want to yes. that up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This still Doc Rivers' team. Hold I don't on. know, bro. Hold on, hold know. on, hold on. Doc had some hand in that because not even talking about this Clippers team, they've had great teams put together. They've had great yeah. pieces. And we're never able to meet their expectations under Doc. So right now, you get what I'm saying? They're even they're one step below <laughs> where they, they should be. They're about to get eliminated. No, no, it's well, too They still might get eliminated. But imagine, <laughs> but imagine, let me say something. Getting swept Luka got hurt total, though. Getting swept would have been a total embarrassment. Thank oh, goodness yeah. they won one. I'm, I, no, they won two. It's, it's tied up two oh, two. Tied up, I, yeah, no, but she's yeah. saying thank good, thank God they I'm, at least I'm won. I'm glad they did too because <laughs> I don't think I don't think the group page can handle another year of Stan burying the Clippers. I'm sorry, it's just, but Stan it's gonna have mad. his own problems because the Lakers can't seem to put out the Phoenix Suns. And oh, just as back. I thought, and just <laughs> as I thought was gonna happen, I never, I didn't say it. I just wanted to watch it happen. Oh, Anthony Davis getting hurt? Yeah, I knew that Anthony was Davis getting hurt, bro. I, I could have been in there. I, I could have put along. money in Vegas. <laughs> like, Anthony Davis is gonna get hurt in the playoffs, so is Chris Paul. Chris Paul is kind of like, all right, it happens all the time. But He dropped 18 last night, though. Charmin, oh, cool. Anthony Davis, Snuggles, 
Whatever you want to call him, man. Cotton L, bro. And the problem with my God. Yeah, the problem with Anthony Davis' injury is that's a groin injury. That is a groin injury, and that could knock AD out for the rest of these playoffs. Yep. I'm tired of hearing. Let me tell you something. There's two things I'm tired of hearing. I'm tired of hearing Anthony Davis injured. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it now. It took LeBron out for half a season, remember? He needs needs to switch his team. He needs a better conditioning coach. Every season is the same thing. Come on. Well, LeBron's going to have to put on the cape. LeBron's going to go into the back, get some of that. Yeah, you're going to get eliminated in the next round. He gonna put on something. I don't know. He gonna get rated this round. I don't know. He gonna get rated this round. Andre Drummond can't do nothing with with, with Aiden. I'm sorry, Aiden's been consistent. And what did I say? I, what did I say? What did I say? Andre cannot do nothing with Aiden. He's what did I say on the stage? He's been I said I was gonna keep the same. I said I was gonna keep the same energy in the playoffs when I see Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond is a bum. <laughs> bum. 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 <laughs> I said I was gonna wait to the playoffs. He's a because whole people, people ask me on the page, the bumper club. No, wait until LeBron and AD get back, and it'll be different. He is still a bum. He is crack can <laughs> juice. I, I, I don't like him on the team. But I would rather. What? You know what? I wanna. I, I want. I no, I want Marcus all starting. That's what I want. I, I don't think we want that. I want either. Marcus all starting. I don't think we want that either. Too. No, I want Marcus all starting. I will say this Boy. though. Andre Aiden can't hold Marcus all. <laughs> I Marcus all can't this. hold DeAndre Aiden. Cool. It's better than a one-sided matchup when DeAndre Aiden look like David Robinson. Like, come on. Like. Damn, damn, <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I went into this weekend like, damn, man. Chris Paul out. It's about to be a rat for Phoenix. And I like Phoenix. Don't get me wrong. I, yes, a, I do I, mean, too. I like Phoenix. I do too. I was like, it's about to be a rat for them. I gotta hear Stan for the rest of this season, this rest of this year talking about how Kawhi and the Clippers are bums. That's like they this, are. this is what they are. I'm not even gonna hold you. They're, they're bad. They are. <laughs> this is where they messed up at. They got Pat Bev starting over Ray John Rondo, which I don't understand for the life of me. That's what so I said. That's a dark room. That's a dark room. Right there. Listen, let's let's talk about tonight. We got tonight. Philly may be able to finish it off and sweep Washington. Might. Okay, Mike. <laughs> All right. I don't. I don't count anybody out. Anybody can win anything on any given day. Gentlemen sweep. Uh, uh, relax. Um, you, know, relax, you have you have that um another game. You, relax, you, you have the Jazz. The Jazz looking to go up three one against Memphis, who's been somewhat uh, of of a hard beat. The Jazz have been having a hard time with Memphis, and I, I said it when they when Memphis beat the Warriors. They were gonna have a time with him. The Jazz may get out of here, but woo. you know, but I'm looking for has arrived. Uh, we need I'm to looking, I'm looking more light forward to, to tomorrow. He has arrived. I'm really looking Ooh. forward to tomorrow because we see if the if the Nets can pull it out in five games. Oh, um, oh, I'm sorry. Don't go nowhere off Brooklyn. How y'all lose to uh, Boston? Y'all, y'all, y- y'all. So you're not in no. that No, I'm a, no, I'm still a Nets no, 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 Net fan. I'm still a Nets fan, but I'm hosting the show. So I'm asking you guys. Don't ask me. I can't you ask Tay. I'm not and I'm not gonna ask myself because I didn't see the game, but I'm sure you two did. How did they lose? Went off. 
Jason Tatum went off yesterday. Y'all beat him. But it wasn't just it wasn't just Kevin Durant that went off. That whole team was scoring. The whole what? It's the, it's Bruce Brown had what sixteen. I don't want to know how they lost. I don't no, know in the game, in the game I, that I, I can tell you why they lost. I can tell you why they lost. Call me Brian Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Shinsuke. Stop it. What I'm saying is Kobe Bryant burped Jason Tatum. That's yeah, that's he, what happened. I mean, he went he off. He went he off. I mean, off. listen, that game, the game that we lost to the Celtics, you had a really good effort out of that Celtics I team. I can't wait till the fucking playoffs are over. Everybody. Oh God, I can't wait. Oh, I'm going to gloat for like a month. Oh, everybody everybody on that team had a really good game. Do a stand. Tatum went off for fifty. Tristan Thompson had a had an old school Thompson performance with nineteen. Did you see how unbelievable Tristan Thompson was after the game? He said, "Oh, he couldn't have done that to me." I'm like, yeah, okay, sit down, f boy, sit down. Relax, you know, but, you got your own issues you need to deal with. Like, yes, right. like, oh, couldn't have been me. I'm like, keeping okay, up Kardashian ass down somewhere. I don't know now, what I do want to talk about though is probably the best series that nobody's talking about is Portland and Denver. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Why? That series has been why? really why y'all why y'all let Melo get braids again? See, this is my man. Y'all let Melo get braids again, and it's why. a wrap. Y'all let Melo lose some weight and get braids, mm-hmm. and it's a wrap. Yep. <laughs> it's a wrap. Still throwing threes to the dome. That's <laughs> my man's. Mello, and, um, and you know what's you. crazy? Melo do the same move every time. He look at you. He jab step. He fade away in the, in the same spot. And he killed everybody. <laughs> Every time it's crunchy crocket. It's it's butter. And, and it's funny Every because time. you know it you you're getting almost this variation, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, this variation of, of the rules where they basically have said, We're gonna let Jokic score. Because when Jokic is busy scoring, he's not dishing, he's not doing all these other things, he's not Stop as dangerous. He can Stop score 50. Let him score 30, let him score 40. If he's doing that, he's not getting 12, 13 assists. He's not doing all these other things that make Denver dangerous. Um, and, and Portland's really employing that strategy of letting Jokic go off. And, you know, unfortunately, Denver's not rearranging their game. And it'd be very interesting to see where this would be had um, uh, old, uh, point guard not gone down. Oh, Murray. Had Murray not gone down with an injury. Um, cause I think this might've been a little bit harder for Portland to do, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you right now, if Portland gets by on Denver, this is a two, two series. I mean, this is probably the best series going on in the playoffs right now. And I could see this going to seven games. I don't think it's the most lavish. I think the Knicks and the Hawks, it was most, the most lavish. Everybody the Knicks and the Hawks that. remind everybody of the Knicks Pacers right now. Yeah. Trey Young is, is Reggie Miller right Trey now. He's 100% Trey Reggie Miller. I'm sorry. Trey DeBarge yeah. is, is Reggie Miller right now. And he hasn't started talking to Spike yet. He's been talking yes, to he the Oh, he's, 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 he's been talking to Spike. Ooh. He's definitely been talking to Spike. Ooh, man. He's talking to, he was talking to 50 Cent, too. That's why he got spit on. <laughs> That's exactly why. But I, right I would also say this, and I said this in the chat. It is really weird watching these playoffs and seeing these full capacity crowds back again. It is so weird because we literally went from watching games with no crowds 
or very little crowds. Everybody. To just like, yo, let everybody in. Utah and Utah has been the biggest culprit because they have almost they, they have 71% capacity in the arena. But it don't feel like nothing compared to that garden crowd. No, that and, garden and the garden it, the garden was barely Ooh. full. And then the Knicks won the Knicks won that one game in game two, and everybody celebrated like they won the chip. Oh, I mean, it's been a long time uh, coming. When was the last time fans, was in the fans beware? <laughs> Y'all couldn't even Here we get go. the ticket sold. Stop. Why was the Got ticket it. so expensive for that game anyway? Because they have three stars now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because of that rust-colored prison on <laughs> Clappish Avenue. You gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax. <laughs> okay, so, so my we live thing. in Brooklyn. We we are from Brooklyn. We, 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 yeah, we, you know what's not from Brooklyn? Oh man, <laughs> Matt, Matt, you dug his hole. I, I I mute my mic. I don't got nothing to do with this. Seventy percent of the people who live in that area, they don't come from here. They don't care about our neighborhoods and the hood. Come on, man, get out of here. You can't even say nothing because you're not lying. <laughs> I can't afford to live in Brooklyn. That's, that's a real right thing. because the damn Barclays you know Center. Called, there. You know what's on Flatbush Avenue? People say you know you used to be able to hear bumper clock on on Flatbush. Now you hear bumper clock. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is how bad it is with Brooklyn. When I was, oh reading, the, I was reading the article, I was reading the article. Were they talking about? You know, somebody went from living in a one bedroom paying, you know, twenty six hundred to living in a two bedroom paying twenty nine hundred in Williamsburg. I'm like, you paying three thousand dollars? You pay, first of all, you paid you were paying two thousand for a one bedroom. First yeah. of all, to now now eight hundred dollars more for for two. <laughs> no, because they were saying you still they losing. Were saying, like, they were saying it's a golden time for renters now in New York, and they were talking about how somebody went from a one bedroom in like Flatbush to like a two bedroom in Williamsburg for like, I think like a hundred, $200 more than what they were paying, but it's a better thing for them. And I'm just like, really? So we okay with paying get $3,000 for the problem? When I say I hate it here, I literally hate it here. <laughs> like, 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 like I said, Bar I remember when Barclays was built and um, we had a conversation about this once upon a time on uh, after the year. And, um, Barclays took a lot of people out their homes. Like I saw my boy get a letter. Like I was in, I was living over there. No, I was going to high, junior high school over there. And yeah, he got a note and he was showing us like, yeah, they're about to build the arena and they're about to start knocking stuff down. I'm just like, and they're offering such and such a, to move us to a different spot. And this, and while they're still building the parking lot, like they're still doing now. I'm just like, yikes. But I've been in the Barclays, I think, five times. Four of them, I think, for yeah, four of them have been for wrestling events. Um, the one thing I could say that's great about the Barclays is there is not a bad seat in the house, like, there is not a bad viewpoint. Almost oh, anywhere. viewpoint, yes, viewpoint, right. yes, <laughs> yeah, like they built it with the idea, like, no matter where you're sitting, you can see whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say this. I, th I think the one game I went to, my boy, my boy Justin and me, we went to go see the Lakers and the Nets. Uh, and we're sitting all the way up at the top. And the entire game, I'm holding on because I felt like I was going to fall off 
and fall onto the court because that top level is built on such an angle. Like you feel like you're about to fall out your seat and fall down to the middle of the arena. Yeah, I saw it for that Jay Z concert. I, that was that was like the opening night, the Jay Z concert. I was there for that. That was way up there, and I felt but scared. I, I didn't get up. Wrestling events, for the four wrestling events I've been to, not a bad viewpoint from anywhere I've sat. So, real quick before we wrap this up, Pump the break. The only good thing about the Barclays Center. Right? It's nothing. <laughs> That's just special service announcement. From you got to relax. You really from the queen. Do. From the queen. Ah, gee. 7K Tay. Really? Putting the K on the table. <laughs> Y'all don't want me to put a K on the table. because I could. No, we don't. I bet you <laughs> no, could. We don't. Baby, get my envelope from under the mattress. All right, so oh, wow. one last one last thing. And this is this is wow. I just this want is, a job. Word, Listen, this one last thing, and this is COVID related, and it pertains to soccer. That I was just sent. Amanda sent you know it to me. Um, so um, I thank her for sending it to me. Um, the Copa America <laughs> has been moved from Argentina to Brazil over COVID concerns. Right? I'm just joking. Come on. <laughs> South America's governing governing body right. announced that the 2021 Copa America tournament has been switched to Argentina from Argentina to Brazil 13 days before its start date. Fears continue over the current COVID situation in South America. So again, this is just letting everybody know again, COVID is still real. Please, please, please get everything you need to get done. Please wear your mask and just do the right thing, guys. That, that's pretty much and Argentina actually pulled out. The right. host country itself said, we can't do this. Most definitely. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, oh, see, look, look, Tay, you was talking about, you know, your new stuff. See, look, I got a little something, something too now. Look, look, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Dre Dollars. Just a little Dre bit, dollars. just a little bit. The icy ice ice. <laughs> I came out of my White Ranger attire yesterday, so, you know. <laughs> but Yeah, Dre Dollars. Had to, had to. So again, shout out to the Job Tears Network, Job Tears Podcast, Two and a Half Bros, that's own talk, talk of champions, everybody. Us, of course, at the Your Sports Show. Again, shout out to Battle Club Pro. They put on a phenomenal show um on set this weekend. Phenomenal two shows. Shout out to everybody who popped up to the viewing party last night. And Job Slam is coming, y'all. It's coming. It's coming. Um, and what time is it? It is 7.19 while we're recording this. Again, as we said it la- last time, the main event of Jobber Slam will be Tasha Stills versus Big Swole for the franchise championship, the um, Battle Club Pro Franchise Championship. No, Icon Championship. Sorry. So beware, be tuned for that. Also, Wilkin versus Simon Miller from Walt Culture. So that's going to be dope, too. So keep your eyes and ears on everything Jabba Tears Network and your sports show related to. We got a lot coming up. So for the voice of the generation, Pete Rosado. For uh, Maxine Shaw, who's not on camera, he's probably <laughs> gathering his kids, BK Matt. For the queen, 7K Tay, the head of the Your Sports Show table, it is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Peace.